Hola, bienvenidos al Spanish Grammar Review. I'm Molly Martin, and this podcast comes to you from DocMolly.com, where you'll find interactive audio lessons that teach practical Spanish for healthcare and elsewhere. Listos? Empecemos! Hello! This is my first free podcast since September and my first free grammar podcast in over a year. As many of you know, I have two podcasts, a medical Spanish and a Spanish grammar podcast. And 2016 kept me busy with the medical Spanish podcast. In September, I published my last free medical Spanish podcast introducing my premium series based on an interview I did while at San Pedro Spanish School in Guatemala. I interviewed a woman named Leti who told us about her experience having the mosquito-borne illness called chikungunya. I finished up that premium series in November, and in the interim, I had to take a break from producing new material in order to build a brand new website for both the Medical Spanish and Spanish Grammar premium podcasts. Now the new website is done, it's beautiful, and it's moved to the new domain docmolly.com. Since I host two podcasts, a Medical Spanish and a Spanish Grammar podcast, I thought DocMolly.com would be a better name than MedicalSpanishPodcast.com. As subscribers to my Spanish Grammar podcast already know, my grammar podcasts are non-medical. And in fact, many non-medical learners actually subscribe to both my Medical Spanish and Spanish Grammar podcasts. And some have emailed me and expressed how the clinical dialogues in the Medical Spanish podcast are useful for just learning everyday Spanish conversation and advanced Spanish grammar. So the clinical dialogues are not full of advanced medical jargon. They are written at the level of the patient, not the medical provider. So just a plug there. Check out the Medical Spanish podcast if you haven't already. I think you will find a lot of useful grammar tips as we go through the dialogues, especially in the premium podcasts. Now, today's podcast is a free grammar podcast, and I'm going to publish it in both the Spanish Grammar Review podcast and the Medical Spanish podcast. I've decided to publish it in both places since I've been, it's been quite a while since I've been active and I want all my subscribers to know I'm back in business. Today is a quiz that reviews the verb quedar. Quedar is a verb that's often used to say to remain, to be left, to stay, but depending on how it's used and whether it's used in its non-reflexive form quedar or its reflexive form quedarse, it can take on many different meanings. And once you learn all its different uses, you'll be surprised at how commonly you hear it used in spoken Spanish and how versatile it is. Now, I have already published two premium podcasts under the Spanish Grammar subscription at docmolly.com covering quedar and quedarse. If you have listened to these, this quiz should serve as a review and hopefully you'll find it pretty easy. If you haven't listened to these two premium podcasts, this will serve as a pretest, and let's see how you do. Listos, empecemos. Hola, bienvenidos al Spanish Grammar Review. 
I will first say the sentence in English, then I will leave a pause for you to interpret it using quedar or quedarse. Suerte! I stayed at a friend's house. Me quedé en casa de un amigo. We're meeting at 7 at the plaza. Quedamos a las 7 en la plaza. And note, this use of quedar to say to arrange to meet or to meet is primarily used in Spain. Quedamos a las 7 en la plaza. We're meeting at 7 at the plaza. They agreed to go today. Quedaron en ir hoy. So quedar en is used to say to agree on or to decide to do something. We have three invitations left to write. Nos quedan tres invitaciones por escribir. There are five days left until Christmas. Quedan cinco días para Navidad. He always makes a good impression with the girls, chicas. Él siempre queda bien con las chicas. That tie goes well with your eyes. Esa corbata queda bien con tus ojos. Now using pensativo, how would you interpret? She remained deep in thought for a long time. Se quedó pensativa un largo rato. Now using aún instead of todavía, how would you say, there's still food left? Aún queda comida. The school is three miles from here. La escuela queda a tres millas de aquí. I always leave my gloves, guantes, at home. Siempre se me quedan los guantes en casa. Using remedio, how would you say, we have no choice? No nos queda más remedio. 
So, ¿cómo te fue? How did you do? So, in the premium episodes, quedar and quedarse, we covered all of the constructs in this quiz through multiple examples. So, if you've already listened to those two lessons, I hope you found this quiz easy. If you're not already a premium subscriber and would like to master the use of quedar and quedarse in conversational Spanish, check out the Spanish grammar subscription at docmolly.com. Y hasta la próxima.